Hey everyone, welcome to Experience Ministries Discipleship Podcast. I'm Dave Smuin, your host, and I'm excited to share biblical principles to help us live our faith and glorify the Lord Jesus. This is episode 18, and today we'll be talking about fellowship. I just returned from the GEI gathering in Ohio. What an amazing time hanging out with brothers and sisters in the Lord. The speakers were great, but one of my favorite things about this gathering is the fellowship. True Christian fellowship is critically important. As believers, we need the Lord and we need each other. In fact, I think it's impossible to live a healthy Christian life without fellowship. It troubles me that many believers have become so disillusioned with church that they have stopped gathering together for fellowship. Yes, there are some problems with the church, but those issues should never cause us to pull away from Christian fellowship. Let me be clear. Fellowship can happen at church, but church and fellowship are not the same thing. Fellowship is two or more believers gathering in the name of Jesus. Fellowship includes deep relationships where unity can be found. It includes encouragement, vulnerability, accountability, and sharing life together. Proverbs 27.17 tells us, Iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. That's out of the NASB, New American Standard. And I like that because it really helps us to see that, you know, when we're in fellowship, there's a sharpening that happens. There's something that occurs that is beneficial when we get together and we're functioning properly. If you don't gather with brothers and sisters in a deep relationship that includes these things, you're not having fellowship and you're vulnerable to the enemy's attack. Let me share three reasons why we need fellowship. First, fellowship is essential to spiritual growth. Listen to Ephesians chapter 4 verses 15 and 16. But speaking truth in love, we may grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ, from whom all the body being fitted and knit together through that which every joint supplies, according to the working in measure of each individual part, makes the body increase to the building up of itself in love. This verse encapsulates our need for fellowship. Each of us have gifts, talents, abilities, wisdom, and many other things. However, none of us have everything we need. God wants us to share what He has given us so others can grow. He wants us to receive what others give so we can grow. When we withdraw from fellowship, We are denying other people what they need, and we're rejecting what they have to give. 
So without fellowship, our growth will be hindered. Because really, I mean, think about it. If we're not giving and receiving, then we're not supplying what other people need, but our needs are going unmet. And you cannot meet some of your needs, especially the spiritual needs and the relational needs, the mental, emotional needs. You, you can't meet all of those needs without true Christian fellowship. God has designed it so that we share with one another. We live life together. We have this ability to speak into another person's life, and they have the ability to speak things into our lives that we need to hear. So fellowship is really critically important to our spiritual growth. Second, fellowship encourages us to put our faith into action. Hebrews 10, 24, and 25 explains this. Let's consider how to provoke one another to love and good works, not forsaking our own assembling together, as is the custom of some, but exhorting one another, and so much more as you see the day approaching. We're not saved by good works, but when we are saved, God has good works for us to do. That's exactly what Ephesians 2, 8 through 10 teaches us. God has called us and given us a purpose, and that purpose includes serving Jesus and serving other people in his name. I think this really doesn't get enough attention. You know, we quote Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, for by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of works, least any man should boast. But we forget verse 10, which tells us that God has prepared works in advance that we should walk in them. And it's, it's important for us to recognize that God has called each of us to serve him and to do things in the body of Christ, in the world. And when we really just stop and we think, well, maybe that's just for the pastor to do, or that's for an evangelist to do, or a prophet to do, or an apostle to do, we're missing the point. Those fivefold ministry offices, pastor, evangelist, or pastor, apostle, prophet, you know, those things, those offices, they are designed to equip us, the body of Christ, to do what we're called to do so that everybody can grow up and reach maturity. Again, that goes back to Ephesians chapter 4, but it's important we recognize that each of us, all of us in the body of Christ, have been called to do good works. We've been called to do things to serve the Lord, serve the body, serve the, our greater communities, and we have to recognize that. So let's be honest. It's easy to stop serving others. It's easy to be discouraged and get off track. There are times when we get tired or when we get hurt. Fellowship helps us to recover and stay motivated to accomplish what the Lord has called us to do. The third thing I want to share is that fellowship provides protection. One of the strategies of the enemy is to isolate us. If he can cause us to withdraw from fellowship, 
We are more vulnerable to temptation, discouragement, depression, stress, anxiety, you name it. I mean, we're just more vulnerable altogether. A brother or sister in the Lord can spot these things and assist us before we give in to the negative thoughts or temptations or other garbage that the enemy is throwing at us. They can pray for us, hold us accountable, and pull in the resources needed to help. The enemy of your soul wants to isolate you from the encouragement and safety that comes from fellowship. So make sure that you're in fellowship and realize that fellowship provides a protection for you, but also it helps other people because you see things where the enemy's attacking them. You see where they're discouraged. See, fellowship is always a, a two-way road. We're getting something out of it, but we're required to put something in. It's called relationships, right? And good, healthy relationships are both give and take. And sometimes we forget this and we pull away from fellowship. And doing so not only leaves us vulnerable, but it leaves other people vulnerable as well. I hope this short message encourages you to find a group of believers that you can have fellowship with. They need you, and you need them. If you have that kind of deep fellowship already, I just want to encourage you to continue in it, to really be a blessing to those people, and share with them how grateful you are that they're willing to fellowship with you and encourage you in the Lord. All right, God bless. I will see you next week.